Welcome to Shouts of Grace Radio, practical conversations from God's Word hosted by Pastor Steve Pearson of Redemption Hill Church in Saratoga Springs. At Shouts of Grace Radio, it is our purpose to encourage you to see the Bible as God's source of truth for everyday life and grace as a foundation for a genuine relationship with God. Now, let's join Pastor Steve for today's conversation. Hey, welcome back to the program. We are super excited that you could join us, and we are excited to share a part of your day uh, with you, and um, blessed that you have chosen to do that with us here. Um, if you are new to listening to uh, Shouts of Grace Radio, we want to welcome you and let you know that here at Shouts of Grace, we uphold the Bible as the premier standard uh, for life and godliness. And so what we do is we go through it. Um, sometimes we'll take certain verses, sometimes we'll take certain topics, and we will apply a biblical worldview, a filter, if you will, to life as you know it, um, so we can see what God has to say about things. Um, and if you're a return listener, man, we just want to say welcome back. Thank you for your support, um, as well as just a shout out to Key Radio for the use of their studios here in Provo, Utah. Um, if you don't have a church to go to, a home church, first, we want to encourage you to make that a part of your every uh, day life, if you will, weekly life, however it is uh, that you choose to engage and express your relationship and worship to God. Um, but be in regular fellowship. And so if you don't have a home church and you live in the northern Utah County area, we want to invite you to Redemption Hill Church. We meet on Sunday mornings and at uh, 1030 a.m. In, in Saratoga Springs at um, Vista Heights Middle School. And uh, we'd love to meet you. Uh, swing by. Maybe you're a listener and you just want to connect a, a face to the voices. And and we'd love to love to meet you and meet, and meet your family. So go ahead and, and swing by there. Um, as you know, I, I often have many... Um, different pastors on throughout the country as we, as we talk on, on Shouts of Grace here. And um, a regular guest that's been continuing uh, to come is one of the elders at Redemption Hill Church, uh, Joe Funicello. How are you doing, brother? Hey, I'm doing good this morning, Steve. Thank you so much. Good, good. Um, what, what I want to do today is, is, is I want to talk about a story in the, in the Bible that's very familiar to a lot of us, um, but there's so much richness in it, Joe, about just life and about about how you know we, we get ourselves in trouble sometimes as sinners and so um th- this is a great story that talks about you know a, a lot of things it talks about the progression of sin it actually talks about une- being unequally yoked with people and, and the influence they can have on you it talks about um you know what happens when the enemy takes you and binds you it talks about self-deception it really talks about a bunch of stuff and so what i want to do is i want to kick it off it's the story of samson um in, in a, a very sad part of his life and i want to kick it off and just read a section of scripture and then we'll kind of and then we'll kind of go back and we'll and we'll talk about it so if you have a bible and you want to follow along you can do so in judges uh chapter 16 and And I'm going to start in verse 4. It says, After this, Samson loved a woman in the valley of Sorek, whose name was Delilah. And the lords of the Philistines came up to her and said to her, Seduce him, and see where his great strength lies, and by what means we may overpower him, that we may bind him to humble him. And we will each give you 1,100 pieces of silver. So Delilah said to Samson, Please tell me where your great strength lies and how you might be bound that one could subdue you. Joe, there's a lot of problems just with these, this intro. <laughs> you know, um, po- point out a couple of the most obvious for us. <laughs> 
Well, <clears throat> um, that's a that's a good question there. <laughs> <laughs> well, number one is uh, why is Samson hanging around Delilah? I mean, mm. what in the world is going on? You know, it talks about um, bad company uh, messing up your life mm. and, 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 and creating issues. And with Delilah here, um, you can really tell that, uh, you know, she's going to do, I guess, based upon the silver, um, she's going to go ahead and find out what is actually going on uh, with, with Samson's strength. But she's going to betray him. And he has, as it's, it's starting down here, we're going to find out a little later that she has, he has bound his heart to her. And she is actually going to take him down. Yeah, it, it, you know it's it's funny you should say that because I, I think a lot of times we we think um, we think with our earthly heart first, if you will, before our heavenly heart. Right? We we make decisions and we give away affection or we give away our our approval of something only to find out that later when it was a bad idea, we're already emotionally bound to it. You see this a lot in, in relationships. You can see this in, in movements, right? When, when something becomes really popular in the world and everybody wants to kind of jump on a bandwagon because it's, it emotionally draws them in, but they don't think of the ramifications. They don't think the way God thinks down the road, you know? And, and I think you see that certainly in this story is he, he, he loved a woman and, and frankly, it was a woman who wasn't a godly woman, right? And he allowed her to have a part of his heart. And then it became too late to pull it back. You know, when he started to see things about her, like, wow, you know, this, this woman says she wants to know where my great strength is so she can destroy me. That's not a good sign no, for, no. For, for a relationship. <laughs> but, but, you know, it, it goes to the heart of, of an issue, I think, that, that, you know, we experience in a lot of different areas, whether it's relationships or, like I said earlier, just movements that happen in our country. People, people sometimes think emotionally before they think spiritually, don't they, Joe? Yes, they do. And, and you can see it here with, with Samson as he allows this to at least in this beginning part, he allows it to start to continue. He goes ahead and he says, it's this, and then it's this, and he plays a game with her that ultimately really, really uh, affects him. Well, well, let's look at that, because it, it does it does go to the heart of, of, of an issue that I think affects every everyone who might be listening. In verse 7, it says, Samson said to her, if they bind me with seven fresh bowstrings that have not been dried, then I shall become weak and be like other men. And so the story goes on and they do that and it doesn't work. Then in verse 11, he said to her, if they bind me with new ropes that have not been used, then I shall become weak like other men. And of course, he's not telling her the whole truth there and, and they do it and it fire, backfires on them. And then he tells her again in verse 13, he says, if you weave the seven locks of my head with the web and fasten it tight with a pin, then I shall become weak like other men. So he's getting a little closer to the idea and that doesn't work. And then it says in verse 16, and when she pressed him, pressed him hard with her words day after day and urged him, his soul was vexed to death. And he told her all his heart and said that said to her, if a, ra a razor has never come upon my head, for I have been a Nazarite to God from my mother's womb, if my head is shaved, then my strength will leave me and I shall become weak like other men. Joe, we find here, uh, talk about this, we find here a progression that we often uh, do in our own lives. It's a little compromise, a little compromise, and then ultimately 
takes us down. Talk about the reality of of what sin does when we compromise it, what it does in a person's life. Well, you know, when you mentioned the little compromise, uh, and I've heard it um, over time, year after year after year, um, and I've seen it in people's lives, a little compromise, and then a little compromise leads to uh, tremendous tragedy sometimes. And I look, uh, having worked in law enforcement, I look at the people that uh, I dealt with that were uh, involved with drugs. Uh, it was a little compromise to begin with, the very smallest compromise, very smallest things. And before you know it, uh, they look in themselves in the mirror and they've gone down this road. They're going to prison. They've lost their homes. They've lost their families. Uh, their health is absolutely shot. They've lost their, a lot of times their teeth. Um, and just different things because they started small and it led to this tremendous tragedy. And it and it's not just with drugs, but it can be anything that we dabble in. And then before we know it, I've heard it over the years. I can't believe, you know, this is how it's ended up because I have allowed my life to go down this. And you know, God um, gives us many opportunities to to stop that. And uh, but if we continue on, there will be destruction. Yeah, that's a that's a, a sad, sad. It's it's true, but it's a very sad point, Joe. I think, you know, even in this story, you know, the enemy brings people. It says that that Delilah, you know, kept testing him, kept tempting him, and then it says when she persisted and and just constantly went after him, that he finally that he finally gave in. And 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 I think what you find there is a tactic with Satan and people need to understand his desire is to sift us like wheat, his desire. He will not back off. He will bring people. He will bring situations. He will keep coming at us in order to get us to compromise. But the Bible says that when, when the enemy comes in like a flood, God raises up a, a, a standard, the power of his blood. And I think for believers, we need to understand that, that this is the life of a Christian. You will have the Delilah in your life, whether it's a literal Delilah, you know, like this, or it's something that constantly presses against you to get you to compromise. And you're a hundred percent right. You start compromising a little, you know, scripture says, can a man take fire in his bosom and not be burned? If you open up the door for the enemy, the enemy will ultimately come through and he will not be satisfied with just a little, right? Scripture says a little leaven leavens the whole lump. He's not going to be okay with compromising your finances, with compromising your marriage, with compromising your business. He wants all of it, and he will start in the room that you give him, and he will make his way through the whole house. And I think that is, that's something that, that we unfortunately a lot of times learn the hard way. Um, well, Joe, so, so Samson compromises, and it says um, w- w- one of the saddest things really in the Bible, it's, it's really sad, he compromises— they, they, they come in and um, they begin to shave his head. And so I'm going to pick this up um, in verse 18. It says, when Delilah saw that he had told her all his heart, you know, she sent and called the lords of the Philistines saying, come up again, for he has told me all his heart. Then the lords of the Philistines came up to her, brought the money in, in their hands. She made him sleep on her knee and she called a man and said, shave off the seven locks of his head the hair basically. Then she began to torment him and his strength left him. And she said, the Philistines are upon you, Samson. 
And he awoke from his sleep and said, I will go out as at other times and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had left him. That is a tragedy. And I want to talk about that a little bit more on the side of the on the other side of the break, Joe. And that is that when we compromise with sin, we actually can deceive ourselves into thinking that God is with us like he's always been. And one day we stand up and we realize the strength that's been with us the entire time is now gone. You've been listening to Shouts of Grace. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Shouts of Grace with Pastor Steve, the radio ministry of Redemption Hill Church in Saratoga Springs, Utah. For more information about Redemption Hill, you can visit our website at rhutah.church. Shouts of Grace Radio is thankful for the encouragement from Key Radio, reaching Utah with the good news of eternal life from their station in Provo, Utah. Now, let's join Pastor Steve for the conclusion of today's conversation. Welcome back to the program. We're excited you could be with us today. Um, I am in studio with a good and dear friend of mine, one of the elders at Redemption Hill Church, uh, Pastor Joe Funicello. And we've been talking about the story of Samson right before the break. Joe, uh, we we kind of looked into this idea that Samson kept, 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 and kept on compromising until ultimately um, he, he shared the truth where his strength was. And um, the Philistines came, shaved his head, and then sad reality when it says that he woke up and said to himself, I will go out like all the times before and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had left him. Um, talk about that. Well, you know, um, that's that's what sin does. You know, um, the, the heart eventually gets hard. Um, the uh, presence of God eventually, um, it wanes, it moves on. And Isaiah even talks about it. You know, your sins have separated you from from your God, and he, he turns his face, uh, if you will. Um, and so the sad part of it is because Samson's heart had had gotten hard or callous or dull. He did not know that God had left him, and that's a tragedy. And then I think from from our father's side, our the God that loves us and cares for us, um, from his, his side is that, you know, he, he's saying, guy, my son doesn't even know that I'm not around anymore. Um, you know, and then, uh, and so he has this tremendous separation and that's, that is the fruit of sin. You know, we have spiritual fruit that if we, we stay close to the Lord and walk with him and his spirit works in our life, according to Galatians, we bear fruit. It will also bear fruit. And if we're involved in, in sin, we're going to bear the fruit of separation from God and our heart will go after sin. Our heart's not going to, um, realize the uh, the extent of what has happened and how far God has actually moved on. Yeah, and I think that's a key thing. It actually kind of shares something here that maybe gives us some insight into where Samson's heart was for a while. It, when he arises, he says, I will shake myself free like other times. Yeah. I will shake myself free yeah, like yeah. at other times. Well, hold on a second. Your power didn't come from you. Yeah as in other times. It Amen. always came from God. When you shook yourself free, it wasn't because you did it. It was because God empowered you. But isn't it, isn't it always true, Joe, that when we compromise and our, and our heart becomes inundated with sin as we separate ourselves from God, as you said, the arrogance almost begins to swell up and we think that it really is us and it is our strength. And I'll just make a commitment and I'm, gonna, I'm really going to do it this time. And we don't realize 
that that the entire time it was the Lord. God's the one that gave you the strength in that area, right? Yes. And, and, and and I think the tragedy here is that is a part of the self-deception that's wrapped up here. It is self-deception that thinks it was my strength that freed me. It was my strength that gave me the victories, right? And listen, and and that strength, now it's gone and I don't even realize that not only was it not God, I don't even realize that God isn't even with me anymore. Like that, that is just a mind blowing concept that a person who could say they love God doesn't even realize that God's not with them anymore. And, and I can't even imagine what, what, what that must've been like when that reality came to Samson, like, oh my, this, this really is different. Um, he says, you know, I want to talk about this because here's, here's the ultimate outcome of what happens when, um, when we compromise, when we continue to compromise, right? And then and then God's strength or his power leaves us. Um, it says that the Philistines uh, grabbed him. They seized him in verse 21. They gouged out his eyes and they brought him down to Gaza and bound him with bronze shackles and he ground at the mill in the prison. Joe, when a person is taken captive by sin, is this not... The pro is, is, is this not what happens? They're seized. They can't see their eyes are gouged out, yes. right? They're shackled and it's a grind in a prison. <laughs> what, what an analogy, huh? Yeah. I, I mean, truly. And then in, in, uh, and like I was referring to the people that, that dabbled and then got themselves absolutely bound by drugs and, 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 and really anything they're, they're caught and they go into the literal prison and he went into a prison, but spiritually they're just trapped. And, and and it says they grind. In other words, it's hard, isn't it? It, It's, I mean, for the guy who loves God, for the woman who loves God, who's shackled, who can't see anymore the way God sees and they're, it is a grind in a prison, oftentimes of their own, most of the time, if it's compromised of their own making, right? And here's the thing. I mean, I, I've never been in prison, and, and you you know more about this certainly than I do, but I can only imagine the one who sits in prison contemplates and thinks about everything that could have been different. I, I, I hope so. I really hope so. I mean, th- those, that, those that have tasted and know the goodness of the Lord, you know they do. Mm-hmm. I have met those, and they, and they said, that, you know, this time I'm, uh, I'm, I'm turning around this time. I'm, you know, I blew it. I had so many chances, you know, and even a, even a person we know um, said the same thing that God was getting his attention. He had a heart attack. He had issues. He had this and that. And he said, and he didn't listen. And mm-hmm. now, you know, now he's in prison over an issue. But if they have tasted and know that the Lord's good, or if they at that point sometime in prison turn and look to the Lord, uh, yes, they will look back and see that. You know? Yeah, and, and I and I think I think of the, I think of the scripture that says that the way of the transgressor is hard. Right? It's yeah. it's a hard path. Sin never reveals um, its 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 directions to you. It never reveals never. its full never. path. You know, hey, yeah. if you do this, yeah. this is where you're going to end up. It, it yeah, just it gives just, you a yeah. step. You yeah. know, it'll be fun. It'll yeah. be good. You'll be yeah. all right. Yeah. But it never tells you about the day that you'll be grinding in the prison. You won't be able to see yeah. straight, and it'll be a very difficult path. It never tells you the cost. Never. Right? It's going to cost you. It may cost you your marriage. It may cost you your sure. job. It may cost you integrity. Your it, family. Your family. It never. might cost you. It's just a, 
it, it is some it is a miserable master to serve and it is a grind you really do find yourself grinding in the prison so so those that might be listening and you're thinking to yourself man I, I I wish I couldn't say I, I hear you but unfortunately I do um, and you find yourself in a place that you never thought possible as Pastor Joe was saying because you know you you bit off of a little bit and then you bit off a little more and before you know it you found out that your strength was gone you no longer could see things straight now you're grinding in the prison and you're thinking, man, I wish I could go back. Well, you can't go back, but there is amazing news because there is another verse, and it's the very next verse, that he ground at the mill in the prison, verse 22, but the hair of his head began to grow again after it had been shaved. And the truth of the matter is, is that is God's grace. You know, yes, you you messed up. You find yourself in a prison, but Joe... Um, the strength can come back, right? God is grace, just gracious. Yes. He doesn't He doesn't leave the believer in the prison. The believer needs to repent. I got to yeah. believe that sometime in that prison, Samson just kind of sat and thought to himself, man, what happened to me? What did I do? God, I'm so sorry. His hair began to grow again. Amen. Talk about talk about the need for people to to experience the grace of God when they have blown it severely. Yes, you know... Um, that is probably one of the most amazing things. Um, not only the maybe the first time you come to the Lord, or maybe you've never come to the Lord, but to experience His loving kindness, which is the Old Testament word probably for grace, His loving kindness gives us a good picture of what grace is. It's His unmerited, undeserved, unearned favor, His loving kindness toward us. And you know what's really neat is His hair starts to grow again, and then we see the end of Samson's life. But in the book of Hebrews... Samson is remembered not for his failures, mm. but he's remembered in the book of Hebrews in the hall of faith that he he had faith and that he accomplished something for God. And it is amazing to see the end of a life that God looks <clears throat> through grace and says, you've accomplished something. And so God is always allowing new beginnings. He's willing to restore, you know, if we are willing, but to look in turn. Wow. That is, a, yeah, that's actually a great point. Um, he doesn't remember our failings, but he only records the successes and those things that he lived by faith in. Wow, that's that's great. You know, I want to I want to close out. We're running out of time here in the last minute and a half to to point out how the end of this story goes. You know, um, it says it says there a little a little later on in verse twenty five that um, that the Philistines called a party and they called Samson to entertain them. And, and and that really is is a sad state of affairs when when a man who experienced so many accomplishments of the Lord now finds himself entertaining the enemy, right? Wow, what a what a what a drop, you know. Um, but in that he cries out to God, and it's almost like he finally recognizes where his strength came from. He says, "God." If if what one more time you can give me the strength. Remember before he was saying I'll rise up and shake him off like before, but now he comes to this point where he's grinded in the prison. It's almost like his sin has produced this new heart in him that says, "God, would you give me my strength yet one more time so I can avenge myself here?" And of course, we know the story. God comes and He gives him his strength, and and Samson's life ends tragically by pulling down the pillars and and killing all the Philistines along with himself. But but I think, Joe, the moral of the story here is when we begin to compromise, it, it will lead to a prison. And and yes, the grace of God can rescue us, 
but the prison is a hard place and we can find ourselves entertaining the enemy. And I don't think that is at all what God has designed for us. Um, Hey, we're out of time for this episode of Shouts of Grace. We uh, appreciate you guys um, joining us. If you want to catch up on any past broadcasts, you can go to shoutsofgraceradio.com and we have over a hundred broadcasts on a whole host of subjects. Hey, we can't wait to join you guys next time. We'll see you then. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Shouts of Grace Radio, practical conversations from God's Word, hosted by Pastor Steve Pearson. We hope that you have been encouraged to see the Bible as God's source of truth for everyday life and grace as the foundation for a genuine relationship with God. If today's conversation encouraged you in your journey following and learning more about Jesus, we would love to hear from you. You can visit us online at shoutsofgraceradio.com. At shoutsofgraceradio.com, you can listen to all of our episodes, share them online with your friends, and find out more about Pastor Steve. Shouts of Grace is an outreach of Redemption Hill Church in Saratoga Springs, Utah. Thank you again for joining us on today's show. And from all of us at Shouts of Grace, it is our prayer that you would grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. Shouts of Grace.